Hi, I'm Audrey. Hi, I'm Lindsay. We have seen too many movies in our lifetimes. And we have to talk about it. And it's the core of our friendship. Yeah. So, we started with the year that we were born, 1982, and we went through a lot of the movies made in that year. And we're basing it on IMDb's top 100 movies made in each, each year. Yep. So we're moving on to 1983. I love it. I like to call this the barren wasteland of <laughs> movie choices. And I feel like there were so many. That's why we're friends. <laughs> I think. You should just say that to everything. That's why we're friends. And I'm scared I'm going to get murdered. And that's why we're friends. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to kick it off? Yeah. Also, can I just say really quickly that in our first episode, I feel like our mouths... We're making a lot of sound. I agree. It felt like in Singing in the Rain, where she's like, oh, Pierre! Like, <laughs> but with with the wetness of our mouths. Yes. I'm going to try to be aware of that, but Me too. no promises. I can't control. How do you dry your mouth? I think what we need is better equipment. Yeah. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> so send us money. We should not use QuickTime Player on my laptop. <laughs> You know, small beginnings. You do what you gotta Home do. Home will be smallings. Yes. <laughs> that whatever that saying small is. Small be beginnings. Small be humginnings. Yes. <laughs> I want to say very quickly also that this is based on a game given to us by Jay Kenworthy. Yes. In which you start with the year of your birth birth. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, it's very throaty it and Frank Oz like. But that's okay. You begin with the year of your birth. And for every year since you've been alive, you decide what your favorite movie was of that year. And we were planning another podcast in which we were going to talk about movies we remember seeing as kids that blew our minds that we haven't seen since. And we're going to do the first half of the podcast reminiscing, take a break, watch it, and then come back and talk about how our perceptions differ from Mm -hmm. the realities. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, oh, we'll, we'll do this game as a warm-up an exercise. exercise. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? And then we thought, this is a way better idea. It's way more entertaining. It's way cooler. And you can play along. And we can still kind of talk about that same thing, but it's just better. And you can play along. <laughs> I like how you keep leaning in to look at the camera, even though it's a laptop. And my webcam is covered, and I just, this is an audio recording. I just like to see what time we're at and see how much longer this torture is going to go. <laughs> just kidding. I love it. It's awesome. Sad clowns. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to kick off 1983? I will. So my favorite movie of the barren wasteland of 1983 is A Christmas Story. I'm super surprised. Really? You should also know we don't know each other's answers. That's right. I love A Christmas Story. Tell me why. I don't think you're alone. (laughs) I think I might be the only one. (laughs) Listen, I have a confession. (laughs) 
just the sheer sound of Scud Farkas, the music that plays when he enters the scene, just makes my heart swell because it's so funny. I wish that I could relate to what you're saying right now because <laughs> I want to affirm you, but I've only seen pieces of it because it stresses me out. Really? I know, big shocker. Is it the is it the dad? It's or just the whole like and it is very like a lot of mayhem. It is yes, yes. Mayhem is a perfect word. There's so many things that happen There's that a lot I'm of so yelling. concerned about. There's the, the little child whose tongue gets frozen. There's a gun. There's a lot of like uncomfortable point of view camera work. So that would be your most stressful. Um, no. Oh. But you know what? Actually, yes, we don't have that category. We have most traumatic. Oh. Which I added. But if we were to add most stressful, a hundred percent a Christmas story stresses me out. Okay, okay. He goes blind. <laughs> Only for a minute. But I should also say it's my dad's favorite. It's like one of my dad's favorite movies. It reminds me of my <laughs> It reminds me of my uncle. Aww. Um, that was one of his favorite films, and it's just got, I'll probably say this on each podcast, but it's just got a special place in my heart. It's really, the best. It's really funny, and it, it, there's a lot of mayhem, so I understand your point of view. I think the general thing that I've heard a lot about A Christmas Story is that they got it really right. They did. Like, people who were children at that time. 1950s, Indiana. Yes. Is it set in Indiana? It is. I didn't know that. It is. I'm a little bit more interested. It's 1950s Indiana and... Wow, no wonder my dad loves it. Yeah. I'm sure he relates to a lot. I mean, yeah. It's it's just, it's really good. I feel like that's a really good choice. I say, even though it stresses you out, if you can this holiday, give it a chance. I'll watch it with you. Okay. I won't watch it with anybody else. Okay. Because you're a supportive movie watching partner. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anything else that you want to say? No. I don't want to steamroll you. You didn't. I don't. I'm not your friend. I don't want to steamroll you. I'm leaving the room. (laughs) Okay. Your turn. Okay. My favorite is Mr. Mom. Of course. It's so, so, so good. Written by John Hughes. Yes. Acted by so many of the greats, but namely Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is a genius. Secret love of all Freaking of our lives. Freaking comedic genius. He's so, I mean, everybody remembers him as Batman, but the career this man has had, Beetlejuice, and I feel like because of Beetlejuice and because of Batman, everybody overlooks Mr. Mom. I agree. And it's it's not just, it's not just a funny movie, although it's very quotable. Mm-hmm. It is, it has so much heart behind it. Like, my husband and I watched it while we were painting our, like, living room walls a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. And they, they, they avoided that trap that movies get into so often where, like, there's this wacky misunderstanding that occurs for an entire movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like that misunderstanding doesn't come until, like, the third act. And then it gets resolved really quickly. And it, this movie does not stress me out. And Terry Gar. Terry Gar, legend. Mm-hmm. What? What's your legend. favorite Terry Gar movie? Oh, that's a good question. It's hard, and I sprung it on you. We Pro- did not prep this. I mean, she was kind of a secondary player, but to- probably Tootsie. I forgot she was in that movie, and she's brilliant. But I, the funny thing is, Mr. Mom was my second choice. Really? It's my yeah. 
I think I love her most in Young Frankenstein. I love her in that too. But what I, I what I love about her performance in Mr. Mom is that not here comes the pretension. <laughs> it's very grounded. Pretension alert. <laughs> wee wee. <laughs> Doppler effect. Um, it's I don't know. And I, I I wait a minute. We haven't even talked about the fact that she was in Close Encounters and she just... Oh, yeah. She walks away with Close Encounters. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Okay, we have to stop talking about Terry Gar because for some weird reason I feel like I'm You're getting crying. verklempt. I am getting verklempt. Okay. okay, so Mr. Mom was my favorite. Category 2, prestige choice of 1983. What's yours? I wrote two down, but I, I wrote one down because I felt like I had to, and the other one was genuine. And mm -hmm. my genuine answer is Yentl. Okay, I've never seen Yentl. Yentl is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's a young Mandy Patinkin, and he's so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my nothing only to do reason. with my choice. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but it was a factor. It's this musical. She directed it. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's groundbreaking. And anybody who has ever, like, Sidebar alert, fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this. Anybody who has ever studied the Torah, mm -hmm. it captures so perfectly how when you start reading it, you're like, oh, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Like, it's like to study the wonders and, <laughs> mouth noise, <laughs> to study like the wonders and mysteries of life is such a privilege. And it just, it, it'll rip your heart out. It'll temple of doom your heart. I'm putting that on my must watch list. Yeah, it's good. It's a little bit of a labor, mm -hmm. but it's a worth. It's worth it. Okay. What was yours, Mr. Mom? <gasps> no way! Yeah. That's a good one. I love. I love that you count that as a prestige I pick. I That's it. a high five. That was really Did good. Did you hear that? <laughs> Sound effect provided by <laughs> Menon. <laughs> okay, number three. Unless you're not done. No, I'm done. I should not talk anymore about. <laughs> <laughs> Kvetching. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's when you're complaining. Oh. Whatever you're whatever you were doing. <laughs> I don't know that there is a word for what I was doing. I was Fraser Craning. You were. And that's okay. Thank you. This is a safe space. Your support. Okay, number three is the most influential. You go. Um, Jedi. Of course. Of course. Of course. course. Of course. Of course. Return of, course of the Jedi. Horse, of, of course. course. Of course. Any, anything you want to point on or just... It makes me... Talking about Star Wars makes me tired. That's okay. Because I don't... That's it's fair. like when I was trying to write that review of Baby Driver and I could not find the words. Because... Because... It meant so much. You love it so much. And so if you, you go to write even... about it, it's like, it was so great. And a lot of people hate Jedi mm -hmm. because of the Ewoks. And I get it, but <laughs> it's it had the most effect on me. Okay, wait, you what do you mean they hate it because of the Ewoks? So like the, because of the characters? Yeah. Okay. So like because like people who are older and they were tracking with the series, like okay. we watched them all. That's going to come into play for me later. I, okay. I know exactly why. <laughs> so they hated it. it that they existed like, existed that they introduced them. Okay, it felt gotcha. it felt un Star Warsy to them. Okay, that's stupid. We're so and see, I get it. I get it. I mean, that's perfectly valid. <laughs> yep. Mine was the big chill. 
I've never seen Because it. it was my first ensemble movie. I watched it at a very young age, and it was my first R-rated movie. Really? That I can remember. That's amazing. Yeah. That's got Kevin Klein, mm-hmm. Deborah Winger. Mm-mm. No. In my mind, Deborah Winger is in every movie. <laughs> it's got Maybe. Deborah Winger, <laughs> Shirley MacLaine, <laughs> Terry Garr. I don't have a lot of. There's not, not a lot of. Pinchot. <laughs> He's in everything. You don't realize that that man was everywhere. Bronson Pinchot. It just kind of blew my mind. I remember. I don't have a lot of good reasons. Is it good writing? It is excellent writing. Who wrote it? Um, that's a good question. Was it your mom? Yeah. <gasps> I should never make a your mom joke because I love your mom and I regretted it immediately. I'm used to... That's my, a compliment to my mom. My husband and I make a lot of your mom jokes and I did it on reflex. Is it your mom? I'm sorry, Brenda. You're right. It was a compliment. Brenda, I believe you have the potential to write something like The Big Chill. It's okay. She won't be listening to this. <laughs> Not after that F-bomb you dropped in the first <laughs> Which we subsequently bleeped. That fake F-bomb that was a joke. Beep. She said farts, okay? Beep, beep. Okay, I knew Lawrence Kazan directed it, but I, I forgot that. that he also wrote it. Lawrence it's Kazan. It's got Glenn Close. I mean, come on. Bow down. I won't. Glenn Close. You can't make me. Glenn Close. I will not worship a false god. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, shut up. Ah, come on. Oh, come on. We gotta tell that story. Okay. the second time we've quoted it, but later. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's move on. Okay. Okay, I do what I'm told. <laughs> song? Did you have one? Oh, I had one. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, my song is Maniac from Flashdance. Of course. Yeah, because it's so, it's it's been with me more, like, as a, as a young adult and a regular-sized aged adult. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, all, it's something people ask me to do. Mm-hmm. What, you dance like an the idiot flash dance to song? Maniac one time. You you jog, you fast jog right. in a little circle and sing and Maniac one time. And then you pretend water's spilling on you. And everybody wants a piece of the action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. So, Mama's tired. Cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a podcast. It's a podcast. And no one can see what you're doing. Tell me what your favorite song is. I didn't have one. Dun, no shaming. Skit. <laughs> Sock it to me. Okay. By the way, was that the most depressing infomercial you'd ever seen the other day? Yes. Lindsay and I were watching TV the other day, and there was a, a laugh-in... Like, Time Life. Collection. Time Life's collection. And I wanted to love it. Oh, it was horrifying. Maybe we were just in a weird mood. No, I think it was pretty bad. I'm sorry. We're going to get in trouble. By who? I think they're all dead. Your mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, number five. Which, number five is the worst movie. What we believe was the worst movie of 1983. And I'm really excited about it. I'm going to get in so much trouble. Let's hear it. The Man with Two Brains. I know that's a Steve Martin betrayal. You. But I hate it. I think we have to fight to the death. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Smacking noise. That's it. Dumbest laugh I've ever video heard. game <laughs> death sound. Oh, <laughs> what's that? I don't know. It's probably from one of the really <laughs> old like video games when you like KO one of the guys in one of the old fighting games. Remember the arcade that was in the movie theater in Avon? 
Yes. And it had that terrifying zombie shooting game. No. But it also had Mortal Kombat. Yes. That was the best. Mortal Kombat. That's not the Mortal Kombat. No. Buzzer. Y'all ready to fight? Y'all ready to combat? Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I, it annoys me. I'm so gonna let much. my cat out of the room. Okay. Tell me why it annoys you. You may go. Ahead. I just think it's just a little too broad for me. You know, what? and the, it is the really brain broad. grosses me out. Um, I get that. Yeah. Okay. You know how, like at Halloween, when people think it's really funny to like make Jello mold <laughs> brains. Oh yeah. I am with you on the disgust. It's not appropriate. I mean, come on. It's gross. Can we not do better, America? <laughs> Can we not? I blame our childhoods because that's when, like, you would be at elementary school and at elementary <laughs> I was going to let that one slide no, right by. Don't ever let something like that slide, ever. <laughs> like this ottoman underneath me. Um, remember when they would do the peeled grapes and be like, ah, oh, they're witch eyes. Mm -hmm. I was never not traumatized by that as a child. I was I'm always so like, surprised. why would you pretend these are eyeballs? People really lose their eyes. But question, eyes. fair question. Why were you at a haunted house to begin with? You want to know the answer to that? Yes. There's, it's twofold. <laughs> because you know you have a pension I for I know. stress and fear. I want to know why you we think. We have a funny story about that, too. <laughs> I mean, it's not a story, it's just a... I want to know why you think I was at a haunted house as a child. Because your sister made you. Very close. Because my mother ran too. Of course <laughs> she did! Her house was practically and I got, one. I got... Truth. And I got press-ganged into service twice. Once I had to be a woman who was getting cut in half by oh an evil magician. God. And the evil magician was my father. And this is a school-haunted school. house. This was like for on the children. At Mill Creek West for Elementary. For children. For cho and it was... There was witch Ours eyes. was so cool. We had a Jurassic Park haunted house. Shut At Mill Creek East Shut Elementary why School. Why could have gone to East? You got to crawl through the car, the Jeep. What? Yeah. Are you joking? It was so cool. You missed out. Sorry. You know what? I already know I missed out. <laughs> I've seen the videos of the Sound of Music performance drills. I've heard the stories. I Those were legendary. Well, who played the dinosaurs? I don't remember. I don't know. So my mom, look, here's the thing though. My mom is a freaking talent. Yes, she, she probably is. should have worked at Disney or Universal or Most something. Most likely. Because what she could pull together was zero dollars. And and the thing is, every time I had to participate in a haunted house, I would always like, I was like always a little girl. You know, you know how you get like starry eyed mm -hmm. for like some high school teenager that shows up. I was always like falling in love with a werewolf or something. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a intense psychological time in my life. I'm really sorry. The second time I had to be a skeleton that popped out of a pirate's trunk and I observed this horrific group of drunk adults come in and grope a child. <gasps> and it was the, one of the worst moments of my life. And we never did a haunted house again after that. Are, are you serious? I'm totally serious. Were they arrested? It, no. That's so sad. I know. It was horrible. And that's why you should never this ever a turn. go to a haunted house or sponsor <laughs> them or feel great. What you should do is drive to a haunted house and then proceed to wait in the car oh, until the rest of your okay. friends come out. Well, now you're gonna have to tell the story. You open that. That was the story. Bottle? Yeah. Okay. That Pandora's but box. We have to explain though that we went to a lot of haunted houses as high schoolers. A lot. And now you know. Now you know why I was afraid to go in. I know now. Psychologically. I kind of knew I've then. I've never put two and two together before this very conversation. I mean, like, 
I knew because I knew you, but I didn't know all the stories. What people don't understand is that it's not that I was afraid. I know I knew everything was fake. I'm not afraid of people in costumes. What I was afraid of traumatized. was that somebody in a costume was going to choose to murder somebody because it would be the perfect cover because I watched a I lot of murder shows. I completely understand that. So, and, I also did. And Lindsay a would, lot of I, Matlock. I wouldn't. And, yes. I mean, that, those are opportunities. Yes. Those types of situations are perfect opportunities. Put a, put a blade on the chainsaw. Yeah. And you've Oops. got an episode of Murder I didn't Shiro. know. <laughs> yes. I had no cover. idea. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so traumatized. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, dear. We're 20 minutes in. That's okay. We, but, we talked about this. But Lindsay, Lindsay would wait in the car with me when I would refuse to go in. And the irony is that we would go with our church group, which surely must have been frowned upon <laughs> religiously. And so I would wait in the car, and Lindsay would wait with me and be mocked on my behalf. <laughs> And in and that very natural friendship. transition, we're going to go to worst movie of What's your worst movie? Staying Alive. Oh, yeah. But I felt torn about it because I feel like I'm supposed to say it's the worst. And I know that it legitimately is. Mm-hmm. But I respect the dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really respect the dancing. Mm-hmm. You can respect a movie and still have it be the worst thing ever made. Because 80s Broadway was so... Hard mm-hmm. core. It's that you can't stop the music video, mm-hmm. but like all day, every day on stage. Mm-hmm. So I respect the dancing. Don't like it. the movie. I get it. Yours? The man with two brains. Oh, you already said that. That's why we were talking about the whole house. I lost it out. <laughs> and we've come full <laughs> So I'm a little mixed up on the category still. Okay. So what's the next category? My next is best poster. Yeah, I'm not going to be good at this category. (laughs) That's okay. I'm sorry. I'll skip mine. Okay. I mean, you don't have to. It was Jaws 3D. Okay. The next category after that is honorable mention. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that. Mine is Man with Two Brains. Because we had it on VHS and watched it all the time, but we had the censored version. Uh, And when I grew up and watched the uncensored version, I was like, whoa, (laughs) dirtiness. Okay, so at this point, do we have a traumatizing category? Uh, yeah, I have most traumatic. Okay, so what's yours? Twilight Zone. Yeah, and the backstory behind it. Oh, I didn't find that out until I was adult, and that just made it worse. Yeah. Just so I mean, un- 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 unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. So sad, so upsetting. Yes, I agree. Have you ever seen Twilight Zone, the movie? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. Don't. I probably didn't because... I didn't want to because I was scared. But it's like, I. it's also, it's, what are you looking for? Can I help you? My pen. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I want to help you. It's okay. We'll find it later. It's not important. What are you looking for? You're ruining this. What are you looking for? Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Talk about Twilight Zone. Um, Twilight Zone is awesome. It's great. Steven Spielberg has a part of that anthology that will rip your heart out in a good way. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful. Jake doesn't let me watch it because it puts me, like, into an emotional tailspin for, like, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk about it. We have to okay. move on. But there's this other great segment with Dan Aykroyd. I've heard says, about this. You want to see something really scary? And that's, like, a big quote in my family. Right. And then, of course, there's the incredible remake of the original is William Shatner. The remake is John Lithgow. There's something on the wing. Right. And you know how I do with planes. Mm-hmm. This whole podcast is about what a wuss I am. It's about your fears, basically. I mean, it's basically one long therapy session. My, I, 
It's okay. What's wrong with you? I'm really just kidding. It's not. But Will I be normal? You're normal. Liar. Everyone's afraid of everything. You're just lying at all times. To make feel Mine was Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, and you know, I know why. why. But I want you to tell everybody else because it's valid. Those Ewoks, and not because I didn't think they belonged there. I think they completely belong there until whoever shall remain nameless that directed that movie decided that they should get killed. It's, it's basically an animals and peril genre. It was. It traumatized it's me as a child. It's the one scene. It's the one death. It, I could weep. It tra- They're so sweet he and cute and furry. He doesn't know his friend. I know. Oh, no. It's really out. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't cry. Okay. Let's think of good things. Oh, we have to move on. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I'm steamrolling you again. Don't be sorry. You talk more about it. I'm just going to my ears. No, that you was it. You tap me when you're done. That It traumatized me. I won't. I still won't watch it. Why Why do they have to put that in there? I don't know. What, what, what good does it do? <sighs> Torture. Everybody else dies. Why did they not? I want, I want you to have a redemptive experience. Because sometimes at Hollywood Studios at Disney World... There's an Ewok that comes out in a costume. I want to take you there and I want you to hug it. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> Why not? It sounds perfectly reasonable. Aw, oh, man. No hugging the characters. <laughs> You've been sued. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Okay. I have a confession. Oh, yeah. To a movie I haven't seen. Okay. And mine is... Um, oh, mine is a two-parter. I said to be or not to be. Mm-hmm. And also The Big Chill. Okay. Which is your favorite. There you go. We'll have to watch that maybe sometime. I would, I would really enjoy that. I think we should. My dad has told me to watch it. It's a quintessential movie of the 80s. I really love Lawrence And Cassidy. a lot of, I think, a lot of ensemble films are modeled after. I mean, that was like one Surely. of the first ones, I think. <laughs> maybe I'm completely deluded no. in that thinking. You're not. Trust yourself. Um, I mean, Lawrence Castan is responsible for Marion Ravenwood. Right. Who's like my character of characters. Right. She's your hero. She really is. Um, I didn't put one, and I don't know why. I am frantically looking now. No, don't. Do oh, it. I know why. This was um, a barren wasteland, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like maybe I should have seen Scarface, but I heard it's pretty awful. I avoid that movie on principle. I mean, people talk about it, how it's amazing, but I really don't think that it is. I don't like to jump on a bandwagon. No. That's why I had such a hard time writing a baby driver, because it changed my life, but everybody loves it. And I can't have that. (laughs) And that's how I feel about Scarface. But I think that... (laughs) But I think that with Scarface... Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't seem like a good movie. You know what we should do? We should yeah. talk about what we think Scarface is. Okay. Just to drive people listening insane who it's like their favorite movie. Okay. I think it's about cocaine. Oh, most definitely. And guns. Only based on all the sketches and parodies that I've seen. Friendship with guns. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer being absolutely beautiful. Of course. You can't argue As her. always. I learned how to do my eyeliner from Michelle Pfeiffer in the movie Wolf. Really? True. I won't watch that movie. Don't. And I think you know why. <laughs> rabies? Well, no. I don't even think wolves get rabies, but Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That movie... He already looks like a wolf. It didn't go well. Yeah. I'll tell you that. 
but the eyeliner is but great. But the makeup <laughs> is um, on point. I kiss fingers. That's, a <laughs> That's what that sound was. Excuse me, I'm Italian and deeply offended me. <laughs> I'm writing you a also, letter. Also, I wrote wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have one. This was not a good year for me. That's okay. Can I, did you have a movie story? Um... No. <laughs> I'm highly uninteresting. That's not true, but it was your barren you? wasteland. Yeah, but mine's dumb, and I feel like I've dominated the conversation. No, go ahead. No, there is no dumb. There Lies. is no domination. Tell your story. It's so brief. I did a dance number to the song Let's Hear It for the Boy. Oh, yeah. And I got, I was in this, like, dance troupe mm -hmm. as a child, and I was not pretty. And I had very messed up teeth. And so I got all the comedy bits. They would give me the comedy bits. And so I had this whole thing where... Did you have to tell jokes? <laughs> In the middle of the tear for the boys, someone gave me a blazer and a microphone. <laughs> and I did a ball and of hair <laughs> No. In the end, all these... All the girls and all the boys paired up and ran off stage, and I was the last one because it was an odd number of girls, and so I got to stand on stage and kick and scream and throw a tantrum and pretend like I was really upset. That played into my life as a pattern <laughs> later, but, and then two of the boys came back out and, like, carried me off stage. So how did that play into the song, the theme? Let's um, hear it for the boy. Because, okay, so here was the conceit. Mm -hmm. The conceit. It's really sad when I think about it, <laughs> was that all the, the boys and girls, everybody was paired up, and I was the only one that didn't have a partner. Oh. And so that was the joke. But I, you know what? I crushed it. I know you did. And the uh, the laughs were uproarious. I know they were. And so, they always are. You know what I mean? I had a I was comedy legend. I took... Well, I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. What am I? I took, <laughs> I took a half year of dance... They made me wear a pink polka dot outfit with suspenders and a top hat. What? And I failed miserably. What do you mean failed? You don't get kicked out of dance class. I you wasn't, paid for that. I wasn't good. And I was pretty aware of it. So I quit pretty soon after that. But, you know. What was your song? Do you remember your song? Oh. Uh, is there a song called Buttons and Bows? Yes! I think that's, that's what it was. That's the song that Frazier sings that he forgets the words to on the episode we were okay, talking about. Okay, I think that's what it was. And, and we had to do the roly-polies, and it was really humiliating. I made you do a roly-poly in the choreography. Yeah. That's not right. I know. I wish I would have known I could have rescued you. I, that's why I quit. Dancing was not for me. We should do a whole side podcast about Brooding dance routines. being an angry teenager that was for me how old were you when you did buttons and bows and roly-poly 17 <laughs> <laughs> all right it can't end any better than that okay I think that's the end of 1983 goodbye only 30 minutes i thought we went like 44 minutes are you still recording at least i am we wanted it to be longer we are sorry goodbye